This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 831, Three Ways to Make Your Daily English Routine Even Stronger with James Thomas. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest today is the newest coach to join the Spoken team. Our guest has taught English in Ecuador, where he also climbed mountains and joined an urban cycling team. He has also spent time in Chile, Iceland, Norway, France, Guatemala, and Canada. Our guest today is James Thomas. Now let's meet James. Today, our guest will show us three things that you can add to your daily learning routine to make your English even stronger and connect more often. Plus, one clever tip for how to get comfortable with English when you're using social media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, James, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks, Lindsay. Awesome. We love having guests. And I heard that you are a teacher over at Spoken. Is that true? Yeah, I've been helping out with the lessons that we do over at Spoken um, for the last few months. Awesome. Awesome. And how long have you been teaching English? Uh, I've been teaching English for a while. Let's see. Well, last year I was in Ecuador and I did a uh, English teaching volunteership there. So that was my oh, most. Cool. Yeah, it was great, and that's my um, most hands-on experience. But I've been tutoring Spanish and English to um, native Spanish speakers for a few years. In addition to that, so. Awesome. So you are from Tennessee. And I when you told me that I got kind of excited because I've been hanging out in Nashville the last couple of years a few times. I love the city of Nashville. And what is it like, James, to live in the south in that southern region of the US? Yeah, well, I am from Nashville, which is the capital of Tennessee. And now I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, a more mid-sized city. And well, if you don't know, the, the South has a reputation for being relaxed, kind of a slower pace of life, um, friendly people, um, good food, definitely nice weather. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's, it's very refreshing for someone like me from the Northeast, from Boston, to go down to Tennessee, you know, for a weekend or really anywhere in the South because it's just, it's just, it's refreshing. It's relaxing. You know, things are slower. I can relax. Whereas up here, the pace of life is fast. You know, it's different. That's definitely true. There's just some cultural differences. And 
I, I agree that the the weather has to do with um, the demeanor yeah. of the, the people and therefore the the pace of life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. So, so James, you've been working with students for the last couple months over at Spoken. And so today you have a couple of really cool suggestions for our listeners. You know, our listeners are great learners. Like they are motivated. Even Henry told us a couple of weeks ago that All Ears English listeners are one of his favorite groups because our listeners are motivated. They're self-motivated. They're self-guided. They are ready to learn and get better. So I bet they would like to hear three new ways that they can uh, make their daily learning plan even stronger, even beyond what they're already doing. So do you have a couple of ideas for us today? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. What should we start with then? What can we tell our listeners to go ahead and try as a new thing to do? Okay, yeah. Well, like you said, self-motivation is is very important. And going above and beyond just expedites um, the learning process and helps you get results quicker. And yeah, yeah one, the first thing I recommend is um, making flashcards. Mm, okay. so, yeah, so I would say find something you want to read. Maybe it's just the newspaper or, you know, online news, even a, a book, really anything, and be proactive. Underline words that you do not um, fully recognize or maybe you have no idea and – um, look those up and make a flashcard set. Hmm. Okay. And what do you recommend that we do with our flashcards? Like when should we go through them? Where should we place them? Well, yeah. Uh, and um, furthermore, for intermediate learners, I would say um, look up the words as you go so that you're, you're gaining the full context. But for more advanced learners, you can just underline them, save them for maybe the end of the chapter, and then look up however many words you have. And then go back and study those flashcards so that you, you commit them to memory. And you'll, you'll recognize that word the next time you come across it and think, well, I studied that. I know that. And that's, um, that's really rewarding. It's a really good feeling. Yeah, I I love that. Did you do, did you learn any Spanish when you were down in Ecuador? Yeah, I had a pretty good grasp, but um I wasn't perfect. So, yes, I did this strategy and found myself recognizing some more advanced words just by being proactive, being being determined to to be better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. I did this too. I've shared this on the podcast. When I lived in Japan, in Tokyo, I had uh, I had these flashcards all over my apartment. And I also had the little keychain flashcards that you... I haven't found them in the US yet, but in Japan, you can find these little keychain flashcards. They're tiny. You put them on your keychain and on the train, you can just go through your flashcards. It's pretty cool. Okay. And so yeah. you're, you're always carrying around a, a list of important vocabulary. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Okay, so flashcards is your first suggestion. So guys, give it a try, right? I mean, on this show, you're learning a ton of new vocabulary, and you need to find a way to make it a part of your language. So start using flashcards. Awesome. So James, what would be your next suggestion? Um, yeah, well, I know um, media, whether it's music or a TV show or, or songs and movies, um, is a, is a really great way to supplement, um, listening to a podcast or whatever you do to learn English. And mm -hmm. I just have, I have one tip to, um, do that even more successfully. Okay, great. We'd love to know what it is. 
Yeah, and this may this may seem obvious, but probably not everyone's doing it. So that is, when you're watching a TV show in English, don't forget to put on the English subtitles. Mm, okay. Now, does this go for intermediate to end advanced learners, or is this based on your level, or should everyone do this? Um, I think everyone should do it. If you if you put in, if you put on subtitles in your native tongue, uh, your brain really can't hear the English, read the Spanish or Mandarin or French, and um, watch what's going on all at the same time. You need to be thinking in in one language there. So the audio plus the subtitles kind of works together, and when you're reading it, it gets your subconscious going, and you see the spelling and everything. And um, it just gets you totally in the zone. Mm, okay. So we're putting the, the subtitles on in English. Not Okay. Got it. Got it. Not in our native language, obviously. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. because some people, well, when I was taking Spanish classes, sometimes we would have English subtitles, but it's just too distracting. There's too much going on. So yeah, just yeah. be, just be in one mode, one language there. Yeah, I think it also depends sometimes on the type of learner we are. Like visual learners, I think, would do really well with this, you know, to hear, to see the word written out and then to hear it being spoken in English is, that's a way to solidify it in your mind, especially if you're kind of a visual learner, guys. I love that idea. We have to know what, how we learn, right? Yeah, and especially because English um, has so many funny spellings and different yeah. different rules and exceptions to the rules. So. Yeah, it's just great to see the words and become more familiar. And the same with music, I want to say. Um, maybe you like a song, but you don't really know what they're saying. So, um, yeah, take the time to read read along with the lyrics so that every time going forward, um, you know what they're saying. You, you, know, you know the meaning and uh, the words. You're not kind of just guessing and filling in the sounds. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. And I like this idea because this doesn't have to feel like studying, right? I mean, you can put on a movie that you love in English with English subtitles and you're really just enjoying the movie. And at the same time, you're kind of learning, but you're not stressed out, right? You're not sitting with a textbook, guys. This is a nice way to learn, but in a kind of a pass, a slightly passive way, a slightly like out of focus way. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun way to uh, not even realize you're learning and yeah, to supplement what you're doing, the, maybe the, the grammar practices or the worksheets or whatever. But on top of that, yeah, um, take the time to enjoy a movie or a new, a new album that just came out and check out the lyrics. Okay, I love it. So go ahead and turn on those English subtitles, guys, with music and movies. All right, thanks, James. And what would be your third tip then for our listeners? Something additional they can add to their routine? Sure. Um, this is not quite as fun as watching a movie, but <laughs> this this goes along with the um, axiom that hard work pays off. And 
I recommend doing a dictation or a transcription maybe once or twice a week. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so to, to clarify, that means finding a – it's easiest to find a news article and one that has an audio version and a text version and listen to it and try and write down everything you hear, every word. Wow. And wh wh what kind of material should we choose? Like, where do we find something that would make sense to, to, to have a dictation for? Right. Well, it doesn't need to be too long. I think two or three paragraphs is a good length. And well, I'm sure there's lots of uh, resources out there, but maybe NPR, National Public Radio, could be a good mm -hmm. place to start. And let's see. There's um, there's news articles on United Nations Radio, so that kind of keeps you up okay. to date with what's happening um, internationally, but they, they do have a lot of good and pretty short articles. Okay. And is the idea here to go afterwards and find a transcript and then compare what we've written to the transcript, or is that not part of this dictation? No, that's exactly right, Lindsay. Okay. Because, yeah, maybe you can't get every word and listen to it five, ten times, but don't get, don't get hung up. And yeah, the idea is you can check um, exactly what they're saying there on the um, written article. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So NPR, I'm pretty sure they do have transcripts and United Nations, I guess, also has transcripts. Yes, they do. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, guys, go for the, you know, in some podcasts, some ESL podcasts will have transcripts. Uh, just look around for audio sources that and news sources that also have their stuff transcribed. I love that idea. And what are we aiming for here in terms of comprehension? Yeah, that's, it's just a valuable practice. I think that when you, when you learn a language and when you put the time into it, you're going for fluency. And so fluency is is understanding almost everything. So when you listen to these two paragraphs, you you have the desire to know every single word that's being said, every every part of the sentence, and so that um, so that you recognize everything, and you don't have uh, really any questions about about the content of the article. Okay. Cool, cool. And we always like to work with this uh, idea of connection, not perfection. So we do our best and then, you know, we use that to get stronger for the next conversation we're going to have. I love that. Very cool. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's no problem to, to miss a couple words. And so that's the, that's the purpose of having the audio along with the text. And then you compare after and see what you can't learn. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So your ideas. So can you just real quick uh, for us, James, just sum up these three tips for you, these three things that guys, I want to encourage you to pick at least one of these and go ahead and implement it into your daily routine. So what were those three one more time, James? Great. Yes. My three tips were um, be an active reader and make flashcards when you, when you find new phrases and words. Mm -hmm. Okay. In addition to that, um, put on English subtitles when you're watching a TV show or movie and check out the lyrics while you're listening to music. Nice. And then my final one, the, the most um, labor-intensive, 
is go through a dictation, which is also called a transcription, um, by uh, listening to a spoken article and then comparing it with the written text. Okay. Awesome. I love that. And do you have any final like overall advice for our listeners? You know, our listeners here are at this, you know, high intermediate level. They're ready to shoot up to connection, right? That's our goal is to be able to connect with anyone, anytime in English. Any overall tips or advice for them? Um, well, another side note, if you're not doing it, you can change your electronics into English. You can put your phone on English. If you listen mm. to a music streaming service, um, change your settings in Facebook and Twitter and whatever you use. I think Ooh. that's, I think that's another good point just to, mm. no, just to normalize the words and familiarize yourself. Um, I really, love that idea. Yeah. Really, really subconsciously, but it all adds up. It does add up. And I think that can start to erode that sense of panic, or we call it like the first listening shock when we're out in the English speaking world and we hear something in English, we might panic. But if we've been reading our Facebook feed in English for months, that will like reduce that sense of panic. Right. You, you find that you already have the phrases. Maybe you haven't necessarily um, used them in conversation, but you've got it in your, in your repertoire. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, James, what do you do over at Spoken then? What kind of um, lessons do you work uh, with students on? Yeah, sure. Um, we've got a wide variety of lessons, and I'm one of the, the coaches over at Spoken. So uh, we have interactive lessons, and we also have Spoken voice calls, so practicing a, a phone conversation. And so I'm one of the coaches, and... Um, so I, I do those lessons and we have a, a wide variety. They, a lot of the lessons relate to business and work, but some are about social themes as well, making small talk, going to the movies. Okay. Yeah. I love that. So you said telephone English. And I think a lot of our listeners I know are business professionals and I know that they have to use the phone um, at work with people in English. So guys, that sounds like something you could really focus on over at Spoken. That's something that we worked on during our Boston adventure this summer. And how is your schedule looking this fall, James, for taking on new students? Um. Yeah, it's, it's getting busy, but We'd be happy to have even more students, and we um, we allow booking uh, at least 12 hours every day. So whether you're in Beijing or Rio de Janeiro, um, you can find a time to to get in a lesson. And yeah, it's actually 13 hours that we're available on the weekdays and about five to six hours on the weekends. That's nice. So that's quite a lot of availability, guys. So I'm sure that our listeners who are all over the world, you guys can find a time to work with the guys over at Spoken and especially on those business skills. I love that. So good. All right. Well, James, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. And um, good luck over at Spoken. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sure. Thanks so much, Lindsay. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.